0: You know that old expression, hey, the best way to deal with a bully is to punch him right in the mouth, right? You know, that that's probably what uh, your parents told you. I know I certainly heard it plenty of times. And I'm not necessarily going to say that that information, that that, you know, philosophy is wrong. I think maybe just over the years what we've learned is there's a lot of different ways other than that to deal with a bully. A lot of different ways. Unless it comes down to, you know, you have no other option, then I'm all in favor for it. But It's about empowerment, which is why I am psyched to talk to my guest here. Joanna Quinn is uh, the founder of Super Empowered One. She's also an author, an educator. She's been in the school system. And this organization is dedicated to building confidence in kids. And Joanna, that's why I think maybe we approach, you and I approach this whole issue of bullying prevention and helping kids, uh, you know, through this whole issue in different ways. But I think we come to common ground. It is about empowerment and it is about confidence, isn't it? Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: I think I think that's... Let's start with the common ground here first. It is about building confidence, isn't it? Because I think if there's anything we've learned in society over the years is it's kids, it's people, it's anybody that has that confidence. First of all, they're much less likely to be any kind of a target of any kind of a bully, right?
1: Absolutely. When kids have confidence and they can stand in their power, they're less likely to be bullied because they have that assertiveness that will kind of shield them from bullying. And if you are a confident kid, you don't look to bully because you're not looking to get your power from doing that.
0: Well, start right there, too, because that's that. It's a good point to begin with, too. Because I think, again, I go back to this, the things we've learned over the years. I think we've learned a lot about bullies. I often find out that the people who become bullies or are bullies, they were bullied themselves.
1: Oftentimes, that is the case, Yeah. If they were, sometimes if they were bullied, then they turn around and bully. But oftentimes they actually are very confident and they act and they do have a lot of power, but they're using that power to maintain their status or, you know, keep their position, whatever that may be. So although we sometimes just think it's the insecure kid, oftentimes it's not. And <laughs> the problem is, is that they're just using that power they have in a way to disempower rather than to use it for.
0: And that's where I think we as parents feel so, you know, helpless in many situations because you can't always step in there. You can do the best you possibly can. I'll get into this in a second to prepare your kids for every possible situation. If you know there's some kind of bullying situation going on, you're hoping your kid handles it the right way. But a lot of parents don't know when or if to step in. Is there a certain way? Is there a certain time to know when you should get involved as a parent?
1: That's such a good question. You know, there are signs that your child's being bullied. Sure. Either they used to like to go on the bus and they don't anymore, or they find an illogical way to and from school, or they come home and their clothes are torn, or objects are missing, or they don't want to join in group activities. Those are some of the red signs. But when do you get involved is a really good question. And that's really for the parent to decide based on the temperament of their child, the maturity level, and the factors involved in this situation. Sometimes they may take a supportive role where they coach from the sidelines and and guide them through navigating their way. And other times they will they'll take on that assertive role where they mm-hmm. get involved and they go to the school and the counselor and principal and involve themselves in that way.
0: This is where you and I maybe I don't know. I, you know what, this is the first time I've ever talking to you. Maybe you and I disagree on this. Maybe not, I'm not too sure. When there's nothing else to be done, I would never say that violence is the first answer ever, ever, never. You always try to avoid that situation. The fight you always win is the one you're you're never in. But sometimes... And we see this with kids. I, I can speak to this from the martial arts world. Kids who have a supreme level of confidence in the right way and using it the right way, they know how to defend themselves in that sort of a situation. I mean, is that can you consider that part of empowerment? Because I certainly would, knowing that your child can defend him or herself. It's 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 confidence for the child. And it's confidence for the parents too.
1: I think I I do agree with you. I think that. I'm not saying that I agree with aggressiveness is, is the way to go all the time. I think mm-hmm. assertiveness sometimes will be more, and, and this is just my opinion, assertiveness may be more powerful than aggressiveness, but just the fact that that child has that background, right? especially with self-defense, there's such a level of confidence behind it, I feel like, and when they can present themselves with that confidence because they have those skills, it's super powerful. And likewise, when the bully knows that someone has that background, they're less likely to put themselves in a position where they may end up looking bad.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's a, right? that's a great point you make. It's kind of like, I remember, I don't know why this just popped into my head, Joanna, but I remember there was a, I think it was a world history class, something I was taking. Anyway, they were talking about the Cold War, and maybe one of the things that kept us from a, a nuclear war with the Soviet Union was mutually assured destruction. You know, you know somebody, you're g- going to pick on that person over there, but it's probably going to cost you a lot, too. It kind of keeps the peace. And that seems to be, you know, that that seems to be an element in all this,
1: right? Exactly. You're you're looking to embarrass, but what if you end up looking? What if you end up being embarrassed? Right. And this person may be a lot more skilled and 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 have physical strength that you're not really willing to take on.
0: Absolutely right. How about this issue where the parents are involved here too? When it's parent to parent contact, I mean, that's probably that has to be as a parent one of the most uncomfortable things you can ever. Ever go through? Thank God, I never really had to deal with it too much on my own with with my two girls. But to confront another parent over an issue that the kid is undertaking is that an absolute last resort?
1: I, I 100% agree with you. I think that's a very can be a very uncomfortable position, and it often does not produce the results you're looking for because ah. a sometimes sometimes those kids are coming from an environment where. That wouldn't be considered bullying because that's just part of their household or yeah, well, what they've yeah. seen in their lives, that's right? That's
0: true, too. That's right. There's different definitions of bullying. And I think, I think you're right. I, I think we've kind of lowered the standard of what bullying is a little bit. I hate to say this. It sounds very cruel. I think we've kind of made kids soft as well. I'm not trying to mock the issue but it's true.
1: You're right cuz sometimes it's just seen as like oh that's part of growing up or yeah. that's part of getting through middle school or, or that's part of high school. And you know and sometimes even if the parent even if that's not part of their environment in their home it is it is hard to say to think about, like, oh, my gosh, is my kid really the bully here? So uh. oftentimes parents will defend their kids, like, yep. oh, he didn't mean it or it was taken the wrong way. So uh, I agree. I, I, going to parent to parent is usually not n- not going to be productive.
0: You mentioned there briefly there, and that, believe it or not, has always been my nightmare to find out that my kid's the bad one, my kid's the bully doing the damage, because we all tend to – listen, we're all biased, right? We all tend to think that our kids are – Maybe not perfect, but we tend to think that they're that they're good in general, and they have a, a good spirit about them. What do you do if you find out your kid is the aggressor?
1: Well, you know there are signs that that your kid may be the aggressor. Like, are they comfortable with teasing somebody in a nasty way? Do they show little empathy towards somebody? Do they have that power, or, or need to use their power to dominate or to kind of rally mm. people to to make fun of? Um, and you know it's it's also an important conversation because you don't want to humiliate them for humiliating humiliating somebody else because then you're you're teaching them humiliation right right so you do you do want to say look a this is unacceptable bring in the empathetic please how would you feel how would you feel if this if you were in this child's shoes how would that feel. So you show, you teach them what the empathy is. I mean, I'm a big believer in that, like great kids make stupid choices sometimes. So sure. because this is happening, it doesn't mean that they're the worst kid in the world. I feel like you have to be open, a really open communication with them. This is not acceptable. This is not okay. But also I feel like a good, part of this is if they are that powerful, let's take that and turn it into a good thing. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these kids would probably be really good leaders, you know, so That's let's right. let's get let's get an organization going or lead people in a really good way rather than feeling powerful in such a negative way. And I'm, how does it feel differently when you turn it around? I right? love that.
0: I, I love what you're saying with that. I really do. Because I think, you know, it's a tough call because you, we had to be made aware of the bullying issue. It's real. It's even worse with online bullying now. We certainly covered that before, or at least on this show. But you don't want to be oversensitive to it, and you don't want to squash someone's, like you said, Joanna, natural type A personality. You don't want to rip mm-hmm. that away from them. And, and and with boys, you certainly don't want to emasculate them, but you turn it around and turn it into something positive. I love what you're saying with that.
1: Thank you. I Yes, I 100% agree with what you're saying.
0: All right. We talked about it there, the online bullying aspect of this. Do all the rules apply about building up confidence, about, you know, having... Your kids have a sense of what they are going into the world. Does that apply to everything online? Because we all know it's the Wild West out there. So if you have that built-in sense of confidence, which is what you teach, does that give them a weapon to deal with the online world too?
1: Uh, it, oh my gosh, I agree. Confidence with the whole digital options is is so important because... We know that most kids are posting their finest moments, right? A. Right. And then there's all this judgment. I mean, there's a lot of judgment that comes from digital oh, posting yeah. and whatnot. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. Um, the thing about digital posting, too, though, is a lot of that a lot of that uh, bling can fly under the radar because you know that picture gets posted, so someone knows they weren't invited to something all their friends were invited to and whatnot. So it definitely takes a level of confidence to be able to navigate your
0: way through all of that. No doubt. Just like in the in the real world, that's the bottom line. It's the biggest weapon we have in teaching skills, giving them that skill set to deal with bullying, because I got to tell you, you know, we always think of bullying, you know, in middle school and high school, even elementary school. It happens throughout life. It's never going to go away. At some point, we can't always step in there and take care of the kids and deal with their problem. They have to be able to. Come up with the skill sets, learn them somehow, some way to be able to deal with bullying because they're always going to be out there, whether it's in the workplace or the schoolroom. So it's always so important. Joanna Quinn, thanks so much for that. First of all, the organization is online. Where do we find that?
1: The book can be found at JoannaQuinn.com, mm-hmm. and then the organization is SuperEmpoweredOne.com.
0: I think you've hit it. I think you've, you've hit this <laughs> with confidence and self-assuredness, and I think that's the key to the whole thing. So thanks for coming on with me, talking about this. It's a really important issue, obviously.
1: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you for finding The Cool Dad Rules wherever you get your podcast, downloading, subscribing, all that good stuff. Appreciate that, as always. And don't forget this. You can always find us on the Cool Dead Rules Facebook page and Instagram as well. Easy to find. And with that said, we'll talk to you soon.